from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all, to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Sias. And I am the bad boy, Jeff Storm. I'm not the bad boy. I was trying out like a bad boy persona, but it already feels weird. Plus, Jim McClure is the bad boy of podcasting and role-playing games, so I can't take that from him. It didn't work, Aaron. I ran for like 20 seconds. I've already lost. I was trying. I wanted it to be cool, you know, and it just didn't, didn't feel it. Jeff, no, it's working. You know why? Because in this, uh, in this like boy band thing that you set up, you're the sensitive one. I am the sensitive one. See, it's because you're not the bad boy. You're the sensitive one. All right, I'm, I'm the sensitive. I'm the sensitive. I'm the sensitive boy. Um. Also, <laughs> this is a character creation <laughs> tabletop. Whatever. Fuck. Hold on. Also, this is a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week we take a listener prompt and create a fantasy character. But first, we, we have pressing business. We, we do. We Jeff do is have... the sensitive one in this boy band. So, Aaron, what are you? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out for centuries. Um, You're the 35-year-old manager. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you're here in an oversized suit with like an 80s cell phone just screaming about, you're going to be big. All right. So wait, let, let me let me figure <laughs> this out then. So you're the sense. How many people are in this group, too? There's one. No, Jeff, it's just, you're, we're a solo act. All right, ready? We're, hey, everybody. Uh, this is our bit this week. So we're a solo act. Jeff is a very sensitive young person performer and i am the inspirational coach like i'm like the manager coach that's like no stop crying oh you have a show to do i know you just read a beautiful poem i know yeats is great but you're about to perform for thirty thousand people get it together i i can't i can't it's just we're all the same we're all the same Grip you up by your lapels. I'm like, I need you to be the tough one tonight. I need you to be tough. All right. No, I'll be tough. I'll be tough. And then I go out on stage and I just like start pushing things over, screaming, this is what tough is. (laughs) Tough is destructive. They zoom in on my face and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's tough. Finally. And that's the, the, so this is our movie making podcast where each week Jeff and I make, uh, we pitch a movie for you and it's really wacky and zany. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We pitch a really wacky, zany movie. Um, kind of like a, you know, a lot of them are Chris Kattan vehicles. Oh, we God. Sort of, we I just it. shuddered in my, I sit in a <laughs> kneeling chair, everybody. So I'm like a kneeling position, but I definitely like almost <laughs> fell out of it because that was gross. Like, I don't want Chris Kattan. <laughs> anywhere near this fucking podcast like keep him away like i i appreciate your work as uh as mango and as mr peepers but like i do not want him associated with all my fancy ch- oh no hold on hey everybody this is what chris Catan sounds like welcome to the chris Catan podcast network i'm proud to announce our acquisition of all my fancy children and from now on all characters will be based on previously aired chris Catan snl characters Thank you. <laughs> this, week's, uh, this week's prompt is Mr. Peepers. Is Mr. Okay. Peepers, the beloved ape-like creature Did from... Missing Lake? Was that his deal? I don't know. I think I think it was... I, I don't know. Aaron, I do know... we have an actual prompt this week, please? <laughs> yeah, please I know. I know. I, I know. No, I can get us out of this because I'm currently channeling a spell to banish Chris Catan, and it is <laughs> Thank done. You. Thank you. All right. You've done so... good work. Oh, God. Work. You know, we're not known for our powerful, strong intros. Anywho, <laughs> our prompt this week comes from Katie Collip, Student Affairs Z. Student Affairs S-Y. Student Affairs Z? I is think it, it's is, Affairs Z. You know, the problem with connecting with people online is you never know how to pronounce their display names properly. I, I struggle with this a lot. It is, uh, you know, the, I've had definitely times where I'm like, I don't know how to say your name. Yeah, I just absolutely. don't even know. And then I meet you in person, and I'm like, hey, you. 
Yeah, and and then it's always fine. Like they're always like, "Hey, it's 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 Chad. Just call me Chad." And I'm like, "Cool, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad." And then I will see like Burger Sama four eighteen, and I'm like, "That's Chad. That's my man, Chad." I really wanted to call you like Gundam Mechanic eighty four, but like, fuck, guess Chad'll do. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> welcome to more rich banter with Jeff and Aaron. <laughs> Um, prompt this week is from Katie Collip. Katie has been helping us tremendously with our Wikipedia, because we have Katie's, a cool fandom wiki. Katie is great, uh, awesome, wonderful people, and this is a good prompt. Yes. Prompt is, in the battle between good and evil, light and dark, in the quest to know oneself, there is but one place to turn, the library. Belonging to an ancient order... The librarian hasn't been seen for generations until now. All right. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I yes. love it. So, and, we're d- and, we're d- and we're done, right? Yeah, like, right? And like that is good. so much better than anything that we're going to come up with. Uh, go listen to anything else. Um, so I have, a, I have a cool idea for Hit this. Me. Because, uh, first of all, librarian is like, it's not just like, in cartoons, it's very disrespectful. And usually, like, media, like, librarian is kind of, like, shat upon. And I, I've, as I've grown, I have learned that that is incorrect. It's not just, like, you know, a person with a high bun sitting behind a computer being like, shh, be quiet. It's like, no, you need, like, training for this. This is a oh, very yeah. knowledgeable person, like an archivist or, like, someone who values the preservation of, like, knowledge and keeping things in order. And, like, books are fucking super valuable. Oh, yeah, no, like, li- like li- a library science degree is, like... Super valuable in the real world. Like that's yeah. an, that's a that's a real ass skill set. So with that, I think that the librarian. So this 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 let's talk about the library first. I'm thinking, of course, it's a mystical place for sure. Obviously, that has uh, I, I we always go toward history, but what if it's a library of like magic artifacts, items, spell books? You yeah, know, I'm into like that a, that has it's been empty. For generations. Like, no one's been there to run it. It's just been empty. Empty and impenetrable for generations. Yes. Like, you can't get in until you have librarian training. Like, until you're ready. Whatever the fantasy equivalent whatever the fantasy equivalent of librarian training is, you can't even go inside and like run it. Oh, you don't even you don't even know where it is. Its location is a mystery because yes. it's always moving. Okay. Until you've, like, trained, until you're a librarian. Right. Which is ultimately then, like, an ultra-powerful, like, mage. hmm You know, and, like, magic. Maybe it's, like, a jack-of-all-trades. As a librarian tends to be IRL, maybe this librarian is someone who can, like, you know, knows how to take care of magical items and craft new ones, knows how to preserve magical tomes, and also how to read them and how to cast incantations and how can, who can, like, then pass that generation on to future generations. As, Jeff, is this the person that runs the Mage Academy? Yes. This is, like, the, the headmaster, essentially. Yes. Yeah, 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 the librarian. And this is the person who opened it for a new generation of, like, because we talk about, we've talked about briefly, like, where wizards train, but, like, we just said, like, they go to mage school. Right. Maybe this is it, and it hasn't had, like, a headmaster for a while, and now there is one. I like that idea. Let me run with this idea. Yes, please. Because there hasn't been a headmaster in a long time, but there have been wizards training. Mm-hmm. Which means that there's a library that you can find that is just full of, like, stuff. Full of things with no organization, and you're kind of learning things at random. Which means training to be a wizard is a ridiculously dangerous prospect because you're dealing with arcade forces by just wandering through a building, trying things out. Things that might, you know, send you into a portal into a hell dimension. I remember when we talked briefly uh, in Conjure episode where it's like they go to wizard school, but then it's like it's hard for them. It wasn't easy for them to develop their power. And I think it's because they went to like this like disorganized wizard academy. Oh, yeah. It's just like what I'm picturing is a giant series of underground tunnels. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I almost spit my water. 
that is full of various rooms that have magical items and, like, tomes, and stuff is written on the, like, instructions are, like, written on walls, and people have been scratching in advice, like, hey, don't, don't use two drops of blood, even though, like, the tome says use two drops of blood on this spell. It's a trap. A demon wrote this. And it's oh, like, there's just, God. it's like, there's, it's, it's this horrible place that you just have to try and, like, figure out how magic works. And given that magic is a thing that doesn't play by any sort of, like, real hard set of rules, you're basically, like, guessworking. So this is the person that comes in and changes all of that. Okay, I, I love it. So basically what you just said is the original, like, place where wizards go to train, like, where everyone we've ever described so far is basically, like, made by other wizards, and it's, like, not organized, and it's, like, it's, like, if me and you opened a wizard school because we knew a little bit about magic. It's pretty, yeah. like, ragtag, like, a place wizards know to go to where you can, like, learn a thing or two, but it's not, like, safe or what organized. I would des- what I would describe it as, the vibe that it had before the headmaster comes in is a pawn shop. Ooh, yes. Where there's just shit on the walls there you know you can just look and there's a katana on the wall that if you pick it up it's like uh okay now suddenly like suddenly all the stars are kind of moving relative to where i'm standing i'm gonna put this away because it seems like i do not understand what i am doing yes oh i like that i like that a lot so this headmaster comes in right Mm -hmm. what do they have to do in order to become a headmaster you know, what? what is the librarian training? Well, first roll me some pronouns. Okay. Let me get a d6. This is my animal d6. Hup. Three frog. So she is a librarian. So what's she doing? Um, let's see. What do we think? What is the, what is the equivalent? What would be the equivalent to library training in this instance? Hmm. It's got to be a lot of, like, archiving and a lot of, like, reference a lot of hands-on experience, too. Yeah. Like, this is a—they're so well-rounded in this way that it has to be—they have—like, you. it's not like a young person's game. It's like, no, nah, I've been in this game for 300 years, you know, collecting, you know, preserving magical items. You know, I know how to catalog them. I know how to cast almost every—because this is someone who trains wizards, right? Mm-hmm. This means that that is a, then a wizard, like a powerful, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very powerful mage. But it's also like one that's not just about like, you know, fighting demons, but also educating young people and organizing information. So this is like an archmage. Hmm. I'm seeing as a name, just because that's all I got right now at this moment, uh, either the first name Astral or the last name Astral. Uh, let's make the last name Astral. Okay, what culture do you want them to be? Give me a, give me a roll for that. All right, I'm going to roll D8 for culture. Five. Ooh, she's a dragon. Yeah, okay. Okay, I dig that. Because we did say that the Mage Academy is in dragon. So that keeps it canonical. Yeah. So we have a dragon librarian whose last name is Astral, and her first name is... Uh, I'm going to, uh, be sentimental for a moment. Yes, please. And say that her name is Jennifer Astral, because my partner was going to be a librarian once upon a time, and I would like this to be a little bit of a little cute, sweet touch. Yes! Okay, so Jennifer Astral. Ooh, that's a good name, too. It is a good name. Okay, so what is her life, you know? Grows up wanting what? I think... Hmm, should we play a game? Should we use central casting? You know, or should we just decide this? I think we can just talk through this. Because I think, like, I I have ideas. And I kind of want to, like, I think, because I think a lot of her life has to be working towards being a librarian. Whether she knows it or not. And basically, if she is the, if she's becoming the headmistress of the school, she essentially has to be making up a lot of these skills. Because they either... They either stopped existing or they never existed to begin with. I kind of love that. Yes, I agree with this. Because you said that the original library or like Mage Academy was just like ragtag wizards, like leaving notes behind and like, here, this is what I figured out worked for me. Hope it works. Have you ever played Dark Souls? 
Or are you familiar uh, with the game I'm at all? I'm familiar with it. I've watched some people play it. Yes. You know those little chalk engravings that like say like jump here or like yeah. secret wall? I'm seeing sort of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like messages just like scribbled in that may be misleading or may be super helpful and is super incredibly dangerous. Right. And I think that's pretty much all it's ever. What? Because what I'm picturing now for the wizard school is that it's not actually like it was never built as a wizard school. It was literally just like a room with a magical tome in it that somebody like carrying a magical item died in. Somebody else saw this and was like, okay, let me like mark out what this tome does. Like they researched it. They marked out what the tome does. They, they took the weapon, but they built like a second, you know, they, it basically was built kind of one room at a time. Yes. Like expanded in little bursts as individual wizards were like, okay, cool. This is a place where I like, this is a safe place where I can store some things. Let me store my magical items here. And then eventually they passed on and somebody else found it, expanded it. And it's sort of not even, there are no set rules to managing this library because it was never intended to be a library. Is each room in the library a separate, like not plane, but like, is it a physical space or is it like mystical in that way? Where like the Aaron wizard, I read that tome, right? And I'm like, ooh, I need a nice space for practicing my craft or you know what I mean? Mm. Do I make another room or is it a physically like I walk into another room or is it like an above me? I'm going to make my office. Poof, mystical room appears. You know what I mean? Or is Both. it like I'm building a tower? Both. It is. I think I think both to varying degrees. There are people literally carving out rooms and there are people conjuring like pocket dimensions. So it's a little bit Winchester Mystery House, right? Yeah, It's a little bit like hallways hallways to nowhere. You take a turn, you're suddenly in another dimension. You turn back, suddenly you're two stories underground. You look look out one window and it's all, it's like lava flows. You look out another window and you're on top of a mountain. It's just all over the fucking place. So, the librarian. In the battle between good and evil, light and dark, in the quest to know oneself, there is one but, pl- one but one place to turn, the library. Belonging to an ancient order, the librarian hasn't been seen for generations until now. So, let's talk about the ancient order. So, there has been a librarian in the past, but what, generations have passed? Yeah. It's been a while. Right. You know, like, it's been some time since anyone has collected information and preserved it for to pass on to others and helped people like train in magic right it's been a while and what i'm thinking i've got a pitch for you and what i'm thinking is what if the the what if the like the order of librarians died out with the battle of dragon as the jewel of the jewel of the five jeweled crown of the city of dragon was the librarian and was the head of the Order of Librarians, which was an order devoted to helping magic you, you know, what it, the culture of Dragon, the city of Dragon, the culture of Dragon is built on finding what you love and becoming the best you can be at it. It makes sense then that a librarian, that if there was an order of people that are specifically interested in, you know, knowing thyself and, and, and separating good from evil... That, that, that this order of librarians would be focused in dragon and led by the leader of dragon as a way of like, okay, you are practicing magic. It is dangerous. It is easy for you to either hurt people or hurt yourself. Our order is going to make sure that you don't do that, that you stay on a path that is going to help people and that you are going to be the best at it that you can be so that you continue to help people and you don't hurt yourself. I love it. Is the one that we established with the Trick House and the actual library, are they two different places or are they one and the same? I think they're one and the same. Okay. So without a librarian, basically, it goes to shit, right? Yeah. It, it turns into the Trick House. Yeah. But now that there is a librarian, we're saying, it is now, is it the same, but like safer? Yeah, I think, okay, cool. This actually, for me, answers a lot of the questions of like, how, of like, what her training looks like. Because that means a lot of her training is figure is basically taming this house. Ooh. Yeah, it's an old fucking beat up library. She has to like restore the building to what it was. Books are just laying around. And organize these notes and memorize these notes and, rem- and you know, remove the notes that are tricks and like 
codify the ones that are not and like actually make sense of all of these various pieces of information. She is cataloging, researching, archiving information, and building an actual library out of a disparate collection of information. So my question is, who was she before that event? You know, what are the events leading up to this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like as as a it doesn't have to be like as a child, but like what what does she want in life besides like being a librarian? You know, is it is she a powerful wizard who is just like has a passion for organizing? You know, what is she what is the what is the quest here? Like what does she desire in her life? I I have a a pitch. Okay. I think you can hear it in my voice, and it's a little bit of a silly pitch. Yeah, please. Hear me out. Spite. <laughs> okay. What Spiteful towards what or whom? She is a wizard that went through this process. Like, you know, learned to be a wizard in magic school, went through all of the tunnels and back rooms, came out the other side, and said, That fucking suck. No one's doing that again. <laughs> It was the worst experience of her life. She's like, that, like, everyone is like, oh, I'm so happy that you're going to go train as a wizard. Like, yeah, they're like, you know, 19. They're like, yeah, I can't wait. You know, I can't wait to see what it's all about. Gets to this fucking, tra- does it have a name? The Chamber of Secrets. No. What is the wizard trick house called? Or is does it have a crappy name and then gets a good one? I like chamber. It is called the Chamber Arcanum. Oh, God, that's good. Okay, so that's the new name or the old name? I think the name remains unchanged. Unless she, unless she later changes it to Mage Academy. Uh, no, I like Chamber Arcanum. That's yeah, very it's Chamber fantasy. Arcanum. Okay, so she sets off as a young dragon. Uh, you know, is... We'll say is 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 a bright is a bright young dragon. You know, is has a nice affinity toward magic. Is strong. Uh, you know, does really well in Dragon High School, I suppose. And is like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna train to be a wizard. I think goes about this a little like wet behind the ears, a little green. Oh, for you sure. Know, not knowing what it is. You know, it's just is pushed toward this and is like, yeah, I want to train to be ma- a magician. I want to be the most powerful archmage the world has ever. I want to, you know, accomplish great things. Let me let me throw something at you. Yes, please. She wants to train to be a magician. Like a corny magician? Yes. That has literally been every every wizard we've ever done, <laughs> by the way, has been that. Has been Pyrus Spencer wanted it was a fucking stage magician before. <laughs> have we done that many stage yes. magicians? We have done that. Pyrus Spencer used to be a stage magician. Uh, okay, well then let me retract that. Let me retract that and explain. It's just because when I it's and this is a thing that has gone back as long as I've played Dungeons and Dragons. When I hear the word magician, my mind immediately goes, but wouldn't it be better if they were a stage magician? <laughs> but so yes, let's not and the go answer with that. has been for all my fantasy children, yes, but every wizard <laughs> has been a stage magician except fucking Conjure. Wait, no! I'm pretty sure Conjure was one too. <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Every wizard we've ever made, including wizard, has been for performance first. <laughs> Alright then, cut, then scrap that. You leave this audio in, but you scrap all of that. (laughs) Okay. So they want to go to wizard school. Then let me me pitch you. (laughs) Then this gives me an even better idea. Okay. Let's really hammer on spite then. Okay. And say she has an aptitude for magic. And everybody says to her, oh, you're going to make a great stage magician. Oh, you've got a, a stage presence. People like you. And she's like, I don't. Like, I want to save cities and, like, I want to fight, like, monsters and demons and shit. I don't want to do stage magic. And they're like, no, nah, you're going to be, you're going to be so great on stage. Like, you've got, like, a a, a, a surly person, you know, you're a little bit, you're a little bit surly and it's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's playful. It's a little salty. And she's like, I don't. Yeah, I want to be a hero. Like, I, what? Stop telling me that I need to do prestidigitation. Like, I want to cast Fireball. People keep buying her top hats. <laughs> she has, like, 14 top hats. May I describe to you her outfit while approaching the, uh, what was it? Uh, Chamber the, Arcanum? The Chamber, Chamber Arcanum. Jen, Jen Astral rolls up to the Chamber Arcanum, is staring it in the face. What does it look like? 
Uh, it looks like. Ooh, can I? Can I? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, you No, hit me. I think it's a very elaborate door. Yes. Like a very, it has like a beautiful frame and it's like, you know, it's pointed, like it's very wizardy and very mystical with like warped wood twisting around it. It's very wizardy. And let me add to you the other half of that. No wall. Oh, no, yeah. uh, no building. No, it's just a fucking door. Yeah, it's a door that stands in the middle of like a street or something or like it's in the ground. So you have to open it up like a storm set. Like it is, it is floating in space, right? Yeah. It's not in the ground. It is floating upright in space, and you just kind of open a door, and there's shit inside. I like it. And it's in fucking Dragon, which is also cool. And it also moves around, so you have to, like, the first thing is you have to find it. That's part of, uh, we said, like, I want to train to be a magician. Part of it is, like, going on a quest to, like, you know, you have to kind of detect it and, like, feel it using your, I guess, innate magical ability. You know, does it emanate some kind of signal to people who have who are essentially wizards? Yes, and here's a twist I'm gonna throw. Yeah. Does not emanate to Jen. Ooh. She is not she does not have whatever like spark of magic. She wants to use magic, but she doesn't have it. Oh and so how she has to find how she has to find the door is that the secret of the door is that it follows, is that it moves around, it moves around as it like calls out to people. But if you study, if you, like, catalog and research and chart mm. out all of the places it appears, yeah. patterns emerge of, like, where it will be. And so she literally has to, again, everything is everything is library training. Yeah, She catalogs it. She watches it for months, like a year to a year and a half of, like, okay, it was here on this day. Here it was on this, and like she catalogs it, and eventually is just like standing against a tree, and somebody's like, "What are you doing? You're gonna make a rabbit come out of a hat?" And she's like, "You f- eat shit. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself?" And then the door kind of like, "All right, can I have an image for you?" Yeah. So she's in dragon, you know, in a forest, right? And is waiting, like just sitting on a stump, waiting for something, and someone comes over to her because I, th- I imagine her dressed in like. Uh, a coat with tails, a top hat, white gloves, like the whole regalia, because that's what her parents bought her essentially to like go to college in. You yep. know what I mean? Like, here you go. Here's your outfit for wizard school. And it's like, for fuck's sake. But where's it anyway? Because it's what you got. And her parents and her parents meant well. And she, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, and enjoy wizard school. For fu- God damn it. Thanks, mom. Um, thanks, mom. <laughs> this looks really great. I really kind of enjoy it. And I think it kind of grows on her a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I think I think she eventually kind of adopts just like a fancy dress style. Yeah, not absolutely. like not like costumey, but like she kind of feels like I I I like I like looking nice. I like wearing a suit. You know, yeah. always has a jacket with tails at least. Yeah. So imagine, if you will, a young dragon of like nineteen sitting on a stump in a forest, and some shit heel comes over and is like, hey. Hey, can you do pull a pull a dove out of your hat? <laughs> he is immediately like hit by a fucking door that flies in and is sent <laughs> over the edge of dragon. Like fuck, and that's like that's the moment where she's like, "Oh shit, it's it's here! I was right! Like mm-hmm. I I did it!" And that's where it starts. That's where the quest begins. Yeah, and so she makes her way inside. She you know learns magic the hard way. You know, she she reads traps. She has to, like, deal with some demons because she reads the wrong incantation and is almost killed. It's, like, a bad scene, but she learns it. And she learns it without that sort of, like, magical spark that I think probably helps guide you through a little bit. Oh, yeah. This is, like, learning from people's mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. learning from the wrong way to do it. People who have did- Like, that's how she learns- Magic. She's basically learning magic the way people have been practicing it for a long time and is learning to kind of make it better in a Mm -hmm. way. Like, you know, walks in the first room, we'll say, is just a tome, right? Has a spell in it that does shoots lightning out of her fingertips, right? So when she reads it, you know, she she kind of learns how to do it because you can everybody has magic in them. It's just how you bring it out. 
So in the room, there's like a test, right? Like, uh, we'll say a a jelly monster comes out, <laughs> falls from the ceiling, like, and it's like, now practice your lightning spell. A voice rings out. I think the idea was that, like, usually you shoot it out of your fingertips, you know, blow up the jelly monster, move on to the next room, right? I think she learns that if I make this lightning, if I make the lightning into a spear, you know, I can stab the jelly monster, it explodes, and I'll have it for the next room. So basically learns a new way of casting Mm -hmm. lightning spell. And it's just going in that way. And of course, I think this is a journaler. This is someone who jots down the results. This is like science. You know, this is library science here. This is someone who every time finishes a room, figures out what she did, how she did it, how she could do it better, and how to pass that information on. She writes what is essentially the the textbook of library science, like, by her journaling, and of... She she learns that she researches it. She does all of this. She makes her way through, comes out the other side, like fully powered as a wizard, and just goes, "Yo, that fucking that that sucked. That was horrible. We 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 have to do better than and this." She's, <laughs> and I think there's got to be a period where she's just like lost, right? She's like, because like think about the enormity of like think about how many wizards have come through that before her. Oh my god. And think about, like, think about this moment of, like, yo, why have we been sticking to this broken-ass process for how for this long? Like, we have to, there has to be a better way to do this. Oh, is that when she learns about the ancient order? Is that mm. when, like, there there has been a better way? It's just been lost. Yes, she, she, and yeah, everything being library science, she research, she, like, digs into history books and reads and like researches history and all of this stuff and learns about this order and she's like okay so it hasn't always been broken as hell <laughs> i don't think she comes out with a complete like catalog of like magical items and stuff but does she hmm cuz was it once cataloged and then got fucked up you know what i mean like was it once organized and then got like basically someone trashed a library I think it was organized once. That information was lost. And then on top of that, people have been coming to the Chamber Arcanum for generations. Yeah. So, like, even if everything was meticulously organized once, there are generations of things that have been added to that. Mm. In the way that, like, you can make a really nice, like, filing system. What I'm picturing a little bit is a New Year's resolution, where... The first two months of it, or the first month of it, is, like, hyper-organized. Like, the time from the live, the time from Old Dragon is hyper-organized and was really committed to the idea. But then, like, a New Year's resolution, you get to, like, March. Fuck it. I'm just gonna make another room. <laughs> it, it used to be one room, and now it is hundreds. <laughs> yeah, it used to be, I think there are, like, 14, there's, like, a small actual, like, school, right? Yeah. The size of, like, a, an elementary school, maybe. But the rooms that have been added to it are the size of a major university. So it's miles and miles of shit that people have just been like, uh, I need somewhere to store this rock that speaks fortunes. I'm just gonna make a room. I'm just gonna make this the fortune rock room. Fortune rock room. Done. <laughs> can I Can I give you a pitch? Yeah. The Ancient Order. Let me, let me take you back to Ancient Dragon real quick. The the jewel of dragon. Take me down to ancient dragon with a. I didn't. I didn't have the right. <laughs> where the right. where the the grass is green and the jewels are pretty. Whoa. Uh, okay, so take. Let me take you back. The jewel of dragon has a predicament on their hands. There's all this magic shit in dragon, right? They have this floating city of people who are passionate about things, and everybody's like. You know, we said that, you know, Tiamat, everybody is, like, pretty powerful. There's, you know, bands and culture, and everybody's creating things that they're passionate about. But there's no organization. Mm-hmm. What I think the 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 power that the librarian has is this trick room kind of thing, where there's just tons of rooms and people adding on and people being like, oh, I have an idea for a room. What if there's a room dedicated to learning a lightning spell? But you could just write it down in a fucking book. Oh, God. It's the power to compress that trick room into one building. Yeah, okay. It's the power to form an actual collective. Like taking this basically Rubik's Cube 
and spinning it and spinning it and forming it into one solid, what you said, like elementary school sized thing. You know, an actual academy is taking these pocket dimensions and these rooms and shaping it into something. And who knows, maybe this has happened more than one time where the trick room is made, the librarian comes, organizes it. And then over time, like you said, a New Year's resolution, it's, you know, if if the librarian is dies or is, you know, quits, it turns into that trick room again where people disorganize things. And it's up to the librarian to kind of get a grip on things and categorize and teach generations again. You know, because we said that the it's been lost and it's a place where you go to in the battle between light and dark, you can always go there to find yourself and learn. So what I'm what I'm hearing from that and what I really dig is the idea that no two wizards have gone through the same magic school yes. until until Jen comes in and like fixes it, basically maps out the library. Yeah, because you go through there are trick rooms and pocket dimensions. You come out, you come out, and suddenly you have this particular set of magical spells that you've learned and magical practices that you have and a magical shtick that you've cultivated. Somebody can come out of the school tomorrow and, like, have seen none of the rooms, learn none of the spells, yes. none of the traditions, none of the shticks that you've learned. Yes. Jen Astral's job is to take all of this, catalog it, research it, map it out, build a cohesive... Curriculum, Jeff! Curriculum, yes. It's making a curriculum. It's having all these classes and all these, essentially, professors that have left behind their knowledge and building a course that will make you a well-rounded, responsible wizard. It's where you can find yourself. Yeah, and she 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 maps all of... She spends years going through wizard school again and again, mapping it out and being like, okay, last time I dropped a penny in the wishing well... And the water spiraled up and opened a gateway, and I walked through it into a water temple. And I learned how to cast, like, Whirlpool. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I don't want that. Like, and then, but the next room is, like, learning how to, like, you know, cure light wounds. And it's like, well, no, if, if we want someone who wants to be a water specialty wizard, we have to put this room here. And I think the power of that she has, right? This categorization mixed with magic is literally like sliding blocks next to each other. Pretty much deassembling the trick right. library, like putting the whirlpool room next to the rain spell. And figuring out the, the particular rituals. Like she's like, okay, if I drop the, the coin into the wishing well, whirlpool, I learn whirlpool. But if I instead take a cup of that water, pour it in a circle around myself, suddenly the floor drops out and I drop headlong into the breathe underwater spell, like room. And it's about okay. like figuring out, figuring out, okay, these are the particular rituals you have to do in order if this is the experience you want. Categorizing all of that, building curriculums, researching, knowing the map, knowing how all of these things piece fit together, and like you said, sliding blocks. I want to figure out why she does this, because it's easy to be like, because she's passionate. But like, does she want to know every, I think, because what what struck me is you said she has no magical ability. You know, not a lot, like no training, no, like, you know, wasn't born shooting lightning out of her fingertips. So what that tells me is someone who struggles. I compare this to someone who's born with like very little athletic ability, but wants to be in the Olympics. Yeah. So this is someone who wants to learn every spell, you know, wants to become the most powerful, the most well-learned, and then when they come out the other side, wants to what, give back? I think so. I think, yeah, I think it's, I think she wants to give back and she kind of wants to, I think there's a few things at play. Yeah, because there has to be a transition, Jeff, between becoming powerful at the end, coming out the other side, having organized this, learn literally every spell that in existence and learn, like, you know, having a catalog of magical items, coming out the other side, not being like, I, cause we said started out, said, I want to be a hero. You know, I want to fight, I want to fight villains and demons. Comes out the other side, and what is the transition to librarian? You know, where this is becomes her life. You know, what is the cause of that? Uh, I think I have a particular moment that I want to throw to you. Perfect. She does this. She goes through it again and again. She builds this curriculum. She starts, like, guiding students through it. And it doesn't strike her. Like, at first, she's like, this is just work. I need, I, I want to fix this, and then I can go off. 
Then one of her students pulls her aside, like comes back. You know that moment where you come, where you see like your old teacher in the supermarket, and it's real weird because you're still like you're kind of an authority figure, but like we're also like equals now. She meets Conjure, <gasps> just like out in Dragon somewhere. Yeah, and they have a moment where Conjure's like, "Thank you. I literally could not do what I do had you not like. I would have been an eighth of the wizard that I am had you not like." walked me through very specifically all of the places that I had been. Like, had you not done this, I would have been nobody. This tells me so much about Jen Astral. So, basically, goes through the trick room, goes through the chamber arcanum, you know, becomes an all-powerful archmage, you know, knows everything there is to know about magic. Instead... Of stepping out and being like, all right, now I'm essentially going to be what Conjure is right now. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. someone who flies around destroying everything, like being a badass. She decides like in Dragon is seeing young wizards struggling with magic and struggling with their development and struggling to kind of, you know, have a path. You know, I think does she meet young Conjure and then later on, you know what I mean? Does does she meet Conjure as a child? Because we said that, okay, hi, everybody. We're going to go back. So Conjure as a kid has a tremendous power. We said she goes to Mage Academy, is sent on, like, a squad mission, and, like, is wiped out. You know, her party is wiped out, and in an act of desperation, summons, like, a giant fucking swamp beast, like, you know, all-powerful creation, and fucking smashes basically a boss enemy. Mm -hmm. That's in... What the shoddy version of the call of the chamber arcanum, or is that in the good one? I think that is in the shoddy version, yes, because she goes through, organizes it for herself, but then, like, you know, hasn't rearranged the blocks yet. You know, she goes through it hundreds of times, you know, experiences every magical spell, Gen Astral, is super powerful, is like, yes, I'm a hero now, time to live my dream, but then notices that there's a group of young wizards, there's a group of young people experiencing this and having a hard time. Conjure's life mm-hmm. is difficult with this. Yes. You know, it's it's a it's an early adolescence like figuring out like what's wrong with me scenario. Why can't I control this? Why can't I understand this? And realizes that someone hasn't organized this for future generations yet. I think Gen Astral sees the difficulty that they had with being like, I don't know my direction in life. I don't really have a lot of magical ability. I I know I have big dreams, but there's nowhere where I can go to understand it. I'm going to bet the farm on this college arcanum getting me out the other side, but kind of has a, you said spite, has a shitty time, you know, does not right. enjoy it. Goes through this miserable gauntlet. And sees other young people like Conjure going through such a shitty experience and is like, no, I can cha- I can fix this. So that's where I think after Conjure comes out the other side and, you know, whatever her path was of this miserable experience of being wiped and like having an experience of tremendous power is like, no, you know, we can do better for future generations. This is I don't want people to feel what I felt. Yeah. I don't want young wizards to think that parlor tricks are it. And I kind of want people to have a personal experience based on their skill set, based on what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and how to kind of lift them up with the information that I have. So I think that's where the curriculum begins because, mm-hmm. you know, step back says, steps out of this thing as a hero, you know, goes about things, but sees young people struggling with the college or the chamber arcanum. And is like, I can't, I don't know if I can kind of live with myself being out here, being powerful while other people are struggling to develop. I don't want people to have to go through it a hundred times. Yeah. I want it to be a one and done. So basically becomes the headmaster of a school, turns mm-hmm. this thing into an academy. And becomes the beautiful kind of closing on this is that she becomes a hero. She becomes a hero to a ton of wizards who are like, I can become the wizard that I want to be. I can... I can do great things because Jen Astral was Jen Astral and the Astral Academy was there to like oh. lift it into and make it into make me into an act a wizard. I can't imagine what it would be like if I was there. I'd probably have to go through that blind. Can you imagine how shitty that is? And Jen Astral is just at her desk, like, yeah, probably sucked. Oh, okay. Can I can I give you an can I give you a pitch real quick just for something yeah. cool? 
So it is a mage academy, but we also said like magical items and stuff. Because you can train to be like, you know, uh, a duelist, you know. Like a spell sword. Yes, this is where you go. Or if you want to train to be like, you know, if Swiftwind ever wanted to take this shit seriously, would go to the Astral Academy and they would learn how to like do this properly. Perhaps that happened. Yeah, I think that's absolutely a, a it becomes a place where people can learn magic of all kinds because Jen just spends her time like, okay, I gotta learn how to use magic swords. We'll figure out the magic sword rooms. Like, I think of someone in a void, or standing in a void, and rooms are just popping in front of them. Like, you see blocks falling into place, like like in the danger room, I imagine. Like, blocks mm-hmm. are flying into place, and it sets, like, a route for you. Like, if you were to look at it from above, it looks kind of like a maze. Yeah. And when you get to the other side, uh, you know, Jen is at her desk, and she's like, ooh, good job. Um, is there anything else you'd like to learn? And if you say no, out you go. I love it. It's a fucking library, Jeff. You can learn anything. I dig it. There is one room, Jeff, that no one is allowed in until they've proved themselves. It is the Hall of Comics. There is a room that has a potential danger like none other. It is the Alloy Comic Room, where it is a cautionary tale for young wizards to not let your power consume yourself. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, where you can go in and, you know, some say it's the ultimate test of can you conquer every comic in this part of the library. You can come out the other side, one of the most powerful wizards of all time. But the danger is just too great, and I don't think she lets young wizards in until they graduated. The other note that I have, stage magic, not taught at the Astral Academy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You get the fuck, you get the hell out. <laughs> Can I tell you the uniform, though, of the Astral Academy? Please, please do. The jacket entails, um, you get to pick your own headgear, but you have to have a hat. Yeah, have a like hat. Like a wizard, gotta have a hat. It's all very, very formal school. Very, I think it's not necessarily tux entails, it's just very formal, like, school uniform, yeah. right? Yes, there is a uniform that you have to wear, and perhaps it, like... Like, maybe it tracks their progress, you know what I mean, or something what I think, like that? What I think it is, is I don't think it necessarily has a magical property, but she, like, hammers home the importance of, like, uniform, because she hammer. it's it's basically, like, uh, it's, it's a classic, like, disguised lesson, because it's about, like, you have to take the uniform seriously. You have to take the details seriously. Mm. Everything has to be in order, because one loose button undoes the entire uniform just like one loose letter undoes the entire spell i like it it's just a bit of a stickler for like you know uniformity because she saw that like if you drop a penny into the wishing well you learn whirlpool if you drop a quarter into the wishing well an octopus eats your face yeah this is a person who loves organization and you know what i mean this is a librarian this is someone who's like no i know how to categorize it i know how to organize this like this isn't this isn't fuck around time. And because she went through the school at a time where a wrong step fucking killed you. Yeah. So she absolutely is like, no, you don't understand how fucking important details are. Yeah, you can wear whatever you want when you're out. But while you're in here, you're going to pay attention to details because I don't want you falling into a well. Right. <laughs> can we roll on tables? Because this is very uh, good. We can roll on the librarian tables. Fuck, there's a librarian table? On dndwiki.com slash dnd backgrounds, yes. Fucking bless that site. Let's go. Give me a DA for personality trait. Okay. My my weakness. It's the diamond. It's the, the real proper diamond looking one. Two. Knowledge is the most important thing in the world. Wow. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's upset. Well, she's upset. I think she is upset. She, even now that she's learned the curriculum, she's still like going deeper into rooms because she's like there's still more to learn i can still learn more and i think it's also like when she hears about like a new wizard popping up around the world or you know a new magical item has appeared and there's rumors of like you know a battle axe that can you know cure wounds if it hits you instead of killing you she's like i have to know about that Uh like can i can i you know gives the gives that warrior a call and it's like hey can i take a day and study your battle axe because i have to know about this i think it becomes sort of like wants to categorize everything magical in this world 
because it's someone who knows the danger of the unknown and approaching things without care, caution, and, you know, proper understanding. So if there's, like, someone like Conjure out there who can summon, like, a beast capable of, like, ripping through a hole in space-time, you know, it's, like, something I have to know, you know, because this is dangerous stuff. And I think that it, it comes from having nothing, you know, starting from zero, is like is a is a really big deal. Knows what it takes to get there, and knows the under the power of knowledge. And because she she acquired this power, Jeff, just by hard work, honestly, mm-hmm. and like reading and research and practice. So I I dig that. I like that. All right, give me a D six for an ideal. Ooh, these are all good. Four. Reading has inspired me to be where I am today. So I imagine as a as a young person was a little bit of a bookworm, read yep. about, are there tales about, yeah, of course there's tales of heroes that you can read. Yeah, of course. Did she read about the history of Dragon and knowing that there was a place where maybe the Jewel of Dragon had no magical ability and that's someone she idolized? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, like the tale of, you know, the Jewel of Dragon who kind of built an empire. Name to be determined. <laughs> Name to be determined. Uh, who built an empire by learning magic, by yeah. like understanding the ways of magic and understanding the ways of people, and like you know, learning about people and building a community. Yep. You know, someone who started from nothing, just like her, became basically they have similar paths on parallels, and that's why she's a big journaler. She's like, I want there to be books for people to who follow me. Oh, and I get that's why she wanted to be a hero as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like th- there is someone just like me out there. There are people like me who have accomplished fantastic things who weren't, you know, born able to, you know, cast Thunderbolt. I can do this. Like I can, you know, I, I-, I think that's adorable and it's yep. just tale of aspiration and, you know, courage. Give me a D6 for a bond. Five. I've read books that would destroy the sanity of others. Those were the best reads. I guess that check like that kind of checks out like the whole well, and that kind of is reflecting on the whole idea of, you know, I th- I think she tolerates very little, very she tolerates no excuses from students because she's like, look, it's it's better than it was. It is tangibly better than it was. I dig it. I like that. I think that's what it is in a nutshell. And she's like, I do you will like this is like I like I have worked tirelessly to make this process easier for you. It's still going to be difficult, but I believe in you because because, you know, I was a you know, we made it. I made it through something much, much worse. And it says that those were her favorite reads. So I think there is uh, I think she does sort of look fondly back at those days because, OK, because I want to, I want to tell, like, it is her, those were her developmental years. She was a young yep. person in this hellscape, and she proved to herself that she could read dangerous wizard tomes, and she found the strength within herself to, like, you know, fight back a hellscape of some trick room thing. You know, those were her yeah. favorite. When she read a book, and it summoned a jelly beast or, like, a demon lord, and she managed to pull strength from within herself and learn something on the fly. You know, learn a spell to banish a demon on the fly. That was when, you know, I would feel so accomplished. You know, she's never felt so. Those were her favorite moments, I think, is when she's like, you know, the dust has settled. She has just, you know, learned a new magical ability. It's like, I did it. I am powerful. This is amazing. She all by herself. And I think that it's a really beautiful thing to think about is someone with nothing you know, coming into this and finding the strength within herself to achieve greatness. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of her that kind of misses those horrible, dangerous moments. And All is right, super you... arrogant about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. There's definitely some arrogance about it. And speaking of arrogance, give me a D6 for a flaw. Awesome. Five. When I must... F- I was hoping you'd roll this one because this one is not... Like, they're, like, I'm going to talk about this for a little bit, but there okay. are some good flaws in here. Like, I'm too curious. I look down on the uneducated. I only talk to smart people. But then there's five. Okay. Which is, when I, mu- when I must find a place to sleep, I lodge at the nearest library. <laughs> so the visual that we're closing on, and I, I will, we will, there will be no explanation for this. There will be no, uh you know, deep exploration into her psyche. It's just that, like, students regularly find her just fucking, like, ugly sleeping on library <laughs> tables. <laughs> just... <laughs> 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 magic spell. Magic spell. Sleep. Sleep spell. 
in between like stacks, just <laughs> trick room. Um, Ma- Madam Astral, I have a question for you. Ah, magic missile. Yes, magic um, missile. Yes, right. Yeah, sure. What's up? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Do we know enough about this person? Yes, I think so. I think we can call that a wrap. Awesome. I love it. I love we're, this. Yeah, we're right. No, we're done. Yeah. Well, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, I dozed off for a second. So, uh, it's good to be back. Mama Astral needs a coffee. <laughs> Wait. Does she refer to herself as Mama Astral? Sometimes. I think sometimes. I think when bragging, because I think she is a bit, she's wanted to be a hero. So this is yeah. someone who brags a little bit like, Oh, do you need to learn how to cast uh, Summon Spirit? Come to Mama Astral. I'll show you the ropes. All right. Uh, well, maybe in 20 minutes, I got to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. What a good what a good prompt. Oh, my God. That prompt is badass. And I think we, we, we came to a cool place with, like, what the fuck? Where do wizards learn to train yeah. in, like, mage academies? And I think this headmaster character is going to be good for popping up on more than one occasion. Oh, for sure. This is a good character. Yeah, Jen Astral's a badass who built an empire um, and, you know, is the... has Well, you have to also have to think about, like, for every character who's a mage in our show has had an experience with Jen Astral. Yes. So this will be a cool uh, All My Fantasy Secrets, I think. Yeah. Anywho, thanks, Katie, for your prompt. Thank you so much, Katie. And thank you for all the work that you do on the wiki and for uh, live tweeting so many of the episodes. Katie rules. And yes. I really I really want to take a moment and say how great Katie is. Because, like, yeah. Katie, you rule. You do. You kick so much ass and you are a great supporter of our show. And I don't know. it's it, it. You make us feel good about what we're doing. And that's important sometimes. It is. It is. Um, if you would like to submit a prompt of your own and hang out in this fantastic community, there's a lot of ways you can do it. There sure are. Uh, you can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. Mm-hmm. You can post to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can email us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com. You can go to all my fantasy children.com and use the content submission form. Or you can post to our Discord, link to which is pinned to our Twitter, and I should probably make like a bit.ly link or something eventually, but I haven't yet because I am busy. Yeah, that's totally fine, baby. You do you. I recently uh, patched up the website, too, so it's less hideous now and easier to use. Nice. What else do we do? Oh, if you'd like to support our show using some uh, financial backing, there's a way you can do that. It's patreon.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can become a backer of our show, uh, getting access to bonus features, early episode release. And it's a great way to show you show us that you, uh, you know, support the growth of our show financially because the money you give helps us pay for con appearances equipment fees hosting costs and is a great way to give us a high five every yes. month uh you can also give us an itunes review uh give us a social media shout out tell a friend about us any of those things help us grow and find new listeners and do bigger better and cooler things yeah it's been great we have a we have a lovely little group of people like in our discord and we love to chat about the show and learn about you and what you like things like that it's uh, don't be shy jump on in um, speaking of podcasts, by the way, Jeff has a second podcast. Yes, uh, I have a podcast called Party of One. It is an actual play. It is about two-player role-playing games. It is very, very good. Uh, we just played a game called, uh, Slashing the Veil or Breaking the Ice, which is a two-player game about people going on dates. And I got to play the superhero Hawkeye, and it was very good. That's I'm cool. very excited about it. That is most excellent. So I have a verbal hug this week, and it's about Gen Astral and kind of the power that is inside of you and discovering your potential and developing it. Um, it's important. Uh, I'm never going to be someone who tells you that, like, if you have an idea for a podcast, go out there and do it. If you aren't working on something, you ain't living. Like, fuck that. That's a pressure that y- y'all don't need. Nobody needs that shit. Take it at your own pace. Be happy. Be healthy. That's the most important thing. But if you do want to do something, I completely have faith in you. I think that you can accomplish truly anything that you fucking put your mind to. I know there are circumstances that are outside of your control that affect things like that. But I truly, I believe in you. Um, And I want you to believe in yourself because you can accomplish great things. It's about having a great support system. Like, Jen Astral had some cool parents. And even if, you know, you might not, it's it's just about, you know, being happy and healthy. That is important. And 
once you have those things out of the way, <laughs> I feel like you can accomplish fucking anything. And the parts that you're not happy and healthy, those might be the inspiration for things and the the fuel that puts some coal in your fire. You know, there's a lot of stories on this show that I have pulled from the, from times where I have not been happy and healthy or people who have not been. And, uh, you know, it's it's really helped me out with making something that I really enjoy and helping me get a little closer to my goals and aspirations. And I completely have faith that you can do the same and maintain a nice balance. I believe in you. I believe in you too. And I, I believe that you're going to do great things. I believe that, I believe it's just about finding the thing that you are supposed to be doing that is great. And that might take time. I mean, ask me about all of the projects that I did before I started doing podcasts. There were a lot of them, and not all of them were great. But uh, I think it's about finding the thing that you are meant to do and doing that as best you can. Yeah, it's not about your first time through the trick room. It's about where you are on the other side. Yeah. You know? Um, it, yeah, it's not about the horrible, horrible bullshit. It's about where you end up on the other side and where you... It's pretty much where Jen Astral goes after the, she solves the trick room. It's not while she's in it, while she's struggling. That's what builds the person on the other end. And I believe that you right now are Jen Astral on that other side. And you can accomplish great things, just like she did. What a good verbal hug. I think it was good. I think it was a nice hug. I hope you felt my squeeze. Good stuff. Um, is that all we talk about? Anything else? That's pretty much a wrap. Yeah. And with that, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.